When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Well, I can't What's up, guys? This is episode number so 69 fun. of the Always Race Day podcast presented by the Carl Auto Group. If you're looking for a car, if you want an SUV, perhaps a Jeep. I, don't, I actually don't know if they have Jeeps there. This reads just off to a swelling start, probably just as good as the last one. Damon, how are you doing? I am um, I'm exhausted, I'll put it that way. But okay. we all are awesome. Very, very long weekend. <laughs> a lot of stuff going, and uh, we'll recap all of it for you because uh, we've got a longer stretch coming up, a bigger stretch. Um, but again, thank you to our partners at the Carlotto Group. They're the presenting sponsor, uh, and they make it possible for us to do what we do um, and do it as as well as we can. So we appreciate uh, them and appreciate all you guys for listening. So uh, I guess we'll hop right into it. Let's go. Are we? You know what? Yeah, we'll just do that. All right. So Sheldon Hodenshield threw his helmet. Mm-hmm. Could have been bad. Could have been bad. All right. It, there was a lot that could have been bad. You're absolutely right. I'll take uh we'll do a little bit of a recap for it, but basically Hodden Shield was racing. He got spun or, or spun himself. I still haven't seen that portion of the replay yet. Uh, I should have gone back and watched it, but I just haven't had time. Uh so he spun, he's off the track in the infield. Um, the World of Outlaws elect to not throw a caution flag. Uh, so at some point, uh, they were arguing with the safety crew, um, and Sheldon walked away from the car, and the safety crew walked toward the front stretch, uh, flipped off the announcer's booth uh, or the where the officials would sit at the racetrack, and then launched his helmet. Uh, onto the racing surface, causing uh, the caution flag that he wanted uh, called when he spun. Um, I want to clear something up for the Facebook fans. He was not flipping off the crowd, and I, I think it's adorable that you would think that he he spun and he would flip off the people in the stands. Right. I don't know how that was such a prevalent theory uh, or what people are thinking online these days, but 
that happened. A lot of stuff like that happened all week. That's uh, the tinfoil hats were out. Yeah, and that's been the case for a long time, though. Oh, I agree. I, I thought it was more prevalent this weekend. Um, tonight, oh, no. Sunday night, uh, one of the flag guys was asking uh, Donnie Shots if it helped him. He was, I think, effectively giving him stick signals. I think it happens in the Northeast. Uh, I have no so idea. So what happens, I, I was just reading on Twitter, and, and Steve Post put it pretty pretty reasonable, uh, is the big block modified guys who do all the flagging in the Northeast, they will use the, the flags to determine or to basically give the field an idea of where the next car in line is essentially it's something that they run out of the big block modifieds yeah it's uh effectively or it sounds equivalent to you know stick signals in a in a late model yeah that's essentially what it is um but they just they do it as a flagman for a um not necessarily a courtesy thing, but kind of a courtesy, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and I, okay, first off, guys, like the cars don't have mirrors. They could have mirrors and it would still be just as competitive. Like the fact that anyone's even concerned about that is so stupid. Yeah, it's because um, it happened to Donnie. It's all the Donnie haters in the month of August. Oh, I, you know what? I agree. And I'd, I'd envision all these Donnie haters, the same people, uh, if they were taking a States and Capitals quiz and they looked right up to their right and there were States and Capitals on a big map in the classroom, I bet they wouldn't look. The prissies, name and their goody two-shoe prissies. I'm back on the blue-collar grind. It's all the, uh, all the Donnie haters. You, you can't do that. You can't turn on your own people. I turn well. It's it's character development is all it is. No, no. You you've built the character. You can't turn on that character. <laughs> I've built I've built the prissy character up. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, we I do want to actually like talk about the Odin Shield thing because I I we glossed over it to make the connection to the tinfoil hats, but um that that i guess conspiracy or whatever was uh there seems to be a lot of people thinking that the allies are playing uh favoritism if that was brad sweet they would throw the yellow um i don't know how much i agree with that i don't know what i'd have there's to a little bit of, there's a little bit of substance in it no i agree i don't get me wrong because every time brad sweet's in the work area it seems like the caution's a couple minutes longer well not that's, even that's that. casual that's a casual observation so if you if you have an issue with it, um, I don't know. Be more transparent, I, I suppose. I would say not even that. It's think of how many times is there a slow car, you know, rolling around the bottom, and all of a sudden the caution comes out, and now they pick up the pace again. Uh, that and they they throw a caution for that, but you've got a guy. I think it was more frustrating because he was running top five, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. And I agree with at the you. Time of the, at the time of the spin or the slowdown, he was running top five. So if you're, if you're one of your top five cars falls out of action, there's a reason for it. You've got to be a little more alert to that and, and not, not make it blatantly obvious that something is – 
is brewing. Yeah, and here's kind of the deal with, uh, I don't know. I'm so torn on this because it, it's a hypothetical of if they'd thrown it if it was a different car. Um, and I don't even want to like view it like that. Um, I can see, yeah, I think if one of your like title contenders gets spun, I think it should be a yellow. What is it in NASCAR at any circle track? It's if they get spun more than 180, no, not 180, it'd be 90 degrees, right? No, 180. They're facing the other way. Yeah. I mean, Sheldon was facing each way like three times, right? I saw a real like bad view of what it was. I think my internet's unstable. Well, that blows. Damon, you hear me still, buddy? I, I don't. You're frozen on my screen. There we go. There we go. We're back. I'll uh, I'll edit that. Um. No, but I think. Shoot, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh. Did, how many times did Sheldon spin? Either way, his car is facing the wrong direction. Right. Yeah, you, you can't, you know, you can't, uh, I don't want to say award, but the guy is running, I, I don't care who it is, the guy's running top five and he's slow or has spun on the track, then throw it throw the flag you you can't wait on things like that you know we had i know it's obviously completely different different flagging opportunities but christ we had a car barely graze the wall in nascar and they they threw a caution instantly and now you've got guys spinning around and we're waiting uh, it's it's not like that they weren't I'm guessing I haven't seen the replay of it, but I'm guessing that they were in the midst of some sort of traffic. I, I can't imagine that fifth place was just running all by itself on that size of a track. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, uh, no clue kind of the midst of it, but the other side of it, I, you know, I think, I think we're in agreement, you know, throw the yellow just be safe and throw the caution, but Sheldon Hoddenshield throws the helmet if that helmet like hit anybody went into any car like could easily like very much hurt somebody especially in cars that don't have doors you know i'll play devil's advocate on this they've lost all credibility on safety when they haven't thrown the caution prior so they they've lost all credibility on safety when he throws a helmet out there at that point, they really have decided that safety is their second priority. Now I, I don't disagree with your sentiment. Maybe, maybe the point, but I would have gone with, I'm not trying to say, I, I was going to say this either way. I'm not taking your, I know our, our format for this debate, quote unquote, not debate. Uh, is very odd, but I would have gone back and said, you can't, you can't penalize Sheldon for this because you still haven't made a statement on 
the World of Outlaws official that tackled a crew member while he was fixing the car. Well, that's somebody just tweeted that before I got on here. Um, the the ex, that exact same thing, basically. Are you are you accusing me of taking my takes from tweets? Yeah, basically. Um, that's my whole Twitter feed is just the takes I think of in my head from other people, and I change a couple words. We know. We send them out. <laughs> we know. We know how you got your education. <laughs> between wikipedia and some sort of person sitting next to you connor was able to mix things up and get i it. watch a lot of alex jones yeah see um but it, it, it they they tweeted that exact basically that exact same thing stating that that you are going to publicly reprimand and hand down you know, consequences to Sheldon, but have not done anything with the official that blatantly chokeholds a crew member for really no apparent reason. Uh, Well, it was because he didn't like being yelled at again for no apparent reason. Right? No, but it's like, it's like a bad hockey ref. You know, I want bad refs out of the game completely. I, if I was running a league or a rank or anything like that, and this is just hockey me talking, but I have so little, uh, what do I want to say? Leash allowance for just poor officiating. And that was like the one example of poor, poor officiating. That's like been blatantly obvious all year. And you got to make a statement on that. And that since they didn't, well, the, I will say this. The minute that they say something about Sheldon, all hell's going to break loose. What if they came out with like dual statements at the same time? I think that would make things a little bit easier to handle. Quite honestly, I think that would be pandering to make the penalty. And I think it, I, I don't want to say it would almost be worse, but it's, it, we're very close to that line. And that, that's why I think like you, you should, you had to have made a statement there. I know who, who the official is. Uh, or who it's, I guess, assumed to be since there was never an official statement, man. I don't want to, but allegedly who it was. And I, I get that's not a good look for anybody, but you, to make it a good look for you, you just got to make a statement and say he was suspended or fined or something or another. Probation, you know, it doesn't need to be big. Three sentences, just a statement goes a long way in just being transparent about what's going on. And I think that's something that uh, the series missed on in that particular situation. And, you know, Sheldon raced today. So today's Sunday. We're recording Sunday night. If you are confused by the dates and everything like this, this the helmet throw is Saturday. Um, so he raced today. So I would assume that there won't be a suspension of any kind. I, if they give Sheldon a suspension now, all hell will break loose. Yeah, because you're coming I up agree. upon you're coming up upon a Sheldon's best track, and B the biggest event of the year, and one of your most marketable person not being eligible for either one of those two races. I think is going to be brutal. In terms of things drivers have done uh, in detriment to the world of outlaws, I would say Sheldon's thing is probably bigger, as big of a thing as Reitzel's deal. 
but probably bigger. I mean, right. That rights yeah. chassis had been approved before. And I'm not just saying that because I've talked to rights and stuff, but that from their story, from his crew chief, there's an interview on YouTube with, uh, I forget his name. I hate doing this. He's from Australia. I'll try to link it. I'll try to remember to link it, but there's an interview about it. I'm sure you've seen it. I linked it mm -hmm. to the story last year. Yeah. It, it's just, you can't leave out one of your most marketable guys in in the series i mean this is this is a guy that sells children's t-shirts faster than anybody i know and i i don't want anyone to think i'm advocating for either side i'm i'm just trying to be as genuine as i can with what i'm thinking may happen and this is no there's no inside source or anything like that tell me i will i will add I will add, I, there needs to, you can say something. If you want to say a statement, say a statement. But if you're going to say it, you have to at least say something on the previous situation that was not addressed as well. So there has to be, there has to be a middle ground on this entire deal because you can't say something about Sheldon and make this whole public thing about Sheldon, but completely brush under the rug a guy that was quite literally caught on television choke slamming one of the teams. Yeah, yeah, I don't give him that much credit. He didn't choke slam him. That was that was just a form tackle by the neck. But, it's a 15 yeah. yard penalty. Okay, all right, all right. You, or do you want, do we want to call horse collar? It's at least a 15 yard penalty. Was this targeting? No, no head was involved. Okay, gotcha. It's like my normal Saturday nights. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. No, no comment. <laughs> I've learned from Alex Pillow. Saturday's an off night. <laughs> I've learned from Pillow. No comment. I feel like you've taught that to Pillow. You didn't. No one learned that from Pillow. No one's ever learned no comment from Alex Pillow. Well, it's okay. I learned it from Nate Ryan. That's fine. All right. Sports. Yeah. Big Nate guy. Big Nate guy. All right. So with uh, with tonight's race, Donnie Shots won. So uh, get up for the shots tonight. All is good in Don Don land. I'm telling you that much. We got we to gotta workshop better names for it. I don't care. That was a good start. Title Town. Well, that, that's already taken. By who? Not Donnie, unfortunately. Ah, bullshit. The Packers are not that big. Get out of here. Oh, they seem to be a little bit bigger brand than Donnie, but... Talk about tinfoil hats. Look at their quarterback. He doesn't have a tinfoil hat. He's just got a locks of... He's got locks like yours. You see his tattoos? He thinks he thinks he's in the Illuminati. He might be. I. Uh, that's not a guy that's going to work in the Illuminati. He's too much about himself. That would make him the number one reason to. No, they got to work as a team too. Well, he works as a team. He works with Alan Lazard. That's one guy, and he's like the easiest to work with. And David Bakhtiari. Another guy easy to work with. Look, you got the drinker and the hard worker. Well, how how much easier can you make it to run a team? Exactly. Man, football's, football's back. We're going to postpone our coverage of the Knoxville Nationals to next year because uh, we got into a debate on Aaron Rodgers tonight. Sorry, guys.
All right. <laughs> Not against it. I don't. I don't like defending Aaron Rodgers, but you know, I've made my bed. We'll just have to lay in it. I guess. I guess so. We're everywhere. everywhere. Staying blowing. I feel like Ross Chastain blowing turn one. Dude, that was so egregious. Yeah. Well. All right, we'll get to Chastain. We'll get to Chastain. I want to. I want to do the dirt stuff first today, because um, we're going into August and it just uh, keep everything together. But there's more outlaw stuff with uh, shots one tonight. But David Gravel uh, ended up finishing second. He's now only 36 points uh, behind Brad Sweet for the lead. Um, everyone else has kind of fallen uh, pretty far back of Brad Sweet. So we'll see if they ever recover there. Obviously. You know, we bring up that uh, favoritism theory or whatever, but Sweet doesn't have DNFs very much, right? So whether that's whether that's man-made DNFs or uh, or anything in general. And look, I I really like that thing is a sensitive topic as well because it does feel like the cautions are longer. Um, I'm sure someone could sit down with me and explain like here's we had an extra 40 seconds here and there and this and that. And, uh, the KKR guys are really good at putting a car back together. All those world of allies guys are, but they seem, we also have the phone. We also saw Sheldon's team pull out an axle in 15 seconds and replace it completely. So there's, there's that on top of it, but, um, you've got, You've got Brad Sweet in the middle of this, who I've said from the onset is the most consistent guy um, in the field right now. So you can't really take anything away from him there. But um, it's it is unfortunate that there is a situation brewing where it seems like there's some sort of favoritism played to the Napa 49. And I hate to say it because I like Brad. Yeah, and you never want to say, like, that's why guys won the title or that's why this is happening or anything like that. Um, right. I also don't think just because your sponsor sponsors the series, you're going to get special treatment in the same way. I don't think anybody should or shouldn't, uh, that, you know. I'm going to say that that was pretty apparent. And, you know, if anyone that's high up at NOS didn't like that as well. Yeah, I there's just a lot of things going, and and I'll be keeping my eyes peeled Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm guessing there's not going to be a whole lot done with it, but you never know. Absolutely, and we'll let you guys know if we hear anything uh, that might be happening or might supposed to be happening. Uh, I have not heard anything as of now, so don't. Don't read into anything I said as anything more than a reaction uh, or a talking point, I suppose, uh, for or, or read into it, read into it and blow it up. Like actually, uh, yes. Yeah. Like all of Connor's tweets from the weekend, please do that. And just assume that I'm always out to cause a stir specifically one involving one driver who drives the two uh, KS. Yeah, that was a good one. I walked by their car, saw they took the seat out. I don't usually see people take the seat out at the racetrack. I heard there was a argument or a disagreement or something. I went to watch the next race because they were pace lapping, and I took a picture, and I said they took the seat out. So sorry for reporting that you took the seat out. 
Way to start something. There was a fire. Uh, apparently, yeah, it, you know, the girl that clarified it, and I'm not sure the relation to the team owner or anything like that, but she said, or, or she basically tweeted like the first four words of the tweet were like a seal. It's like a seal emitting, you know, the noise that seals make. Uh, and she said that, or he could be using it for a 360 race at Houston's tomorrow. And it's like, okay, well, you could just say that. Did you make just sense? Reply with that. She did. Well, she did the or thing, implying that I was implying something. All I said was the seats out. I, I was walking the other direction. I think don't really didn't pay too much attention. Here's my interpretation of said tweet with the issues that that car has had with that team this year and Madsen being already the third driver to drive that ride this season. I think the interpretation of that side of the tweet was well warranted. Oh that, yeah. That people thought that, that was what was going on. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, but I yeah, think like, that was well warranted. So like I said this afternoon, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David. Go. I was going to say with the re, the reply with the four oars, she also probably interpreted it this in a similar fashion, knowing damn well what happened throughout this season with that car. Yeah. No, I feel like she probably would. She. I think she's. I think that one's pretty close to all that stuff and kind of sees it, but you know, I hope uh, Ian has success. I love the Madsen brothers. They're both awesome. So uh, on the other part at Knoxville, uh, Ryan Timms made his 360 debut last night. I hope the one guy on our Facebook comments that doesn't like him uh, really, really goes after uh a celebratory dance last night. I hope he had a good evening because I don't think Ryan Thames is going to look like that at Knoxville too many more times. I don't know. You yeah. can say I'm too high. Uh, I didn't get to Qualified 19th, uh, went 10th to 9th or 9th to 8th in his heat race. Um, and his outlook on the B main was still, all right, all I got to do is run top four. Let's do it. Uh, so talented kid. Great mindset, um, just going into any race that he runs, it seems. Uh, that was obviously my first time meeting him. Uh, friend of the pod, you guys know that. But he went out, went 19th to 9th or 8th in the B. Um, so a couple spots short of transferring to the A. I was impressed with that. He uh, looked like he was really settling in towards the back end of the night. And you guys got to remember, between hot laps and qualifying, he had three laps at speed on the track before the heat race. So doesn't help when you got one hot lap uh, for your hot lap session and it's your first time there. Doesn't help when you get one warm up race for the nationals they're going to let you run. So. I don't know. A lot, lot of, I didn't try to make those statements all weighted statements, but I suppose they could sound like that. Uh, as far I as will say, I, I will say that, you know, I want to see 
his nationals appearance. I want to see how that, how that goes. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to jump the other side of the bus here, but how many times have we talked about some, somebody up and coming, put this big amount of, you know, watch this guy, watch this guy, watch this guy. And then all of a sudden they fall flat on their face. And I don't think that will happen with Ryan because we've seen him compete at a high level so far. Uh, But you don't want to see a guy go out, especially at that age. I mean, it goes back to all these, these things that you see on social media about youth sports and parents putting pressure instantly on a 12 year old to go out and throw strikes because he needs to, um, to make dad feel better about his glory days. Um, you don't, you don't want to see that from a guy like, like Ryan, I don't think you're going to have that. Um, and so that's why I'm excited to see what he can do in his, uh, in his 360 nationals run, because you know, the guy is um, he is talented and he's run with some of the best across the country already. And has has not only run with them, but he's beat them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, not to go back to the debate we had on, on age requirements and y'all know, I think they're dumb. I think it's, just as dumb to throw a guy out there for one warm-up night uh and then into the biggest 360 event at the track all year um that's just me that's obviously that's what's happening so i you know y'all know my opinion on it. i'm not gonna harp on him for the next two months but can't wait to see what he does when he gets into the uh 410 with them and uh races with the outlaws through I think it's August in the the second California swing or the second West Coast swing. So I think it's going to be – I think we're going to see something out of them. It takes a while at some tracks, and Knoxville is a different beast than a normal dirt track. So I wasn't surprised to see him struggle as much, and I don't think there's many issues with the race car. From what – I never – heard or saw i know they changed an engine but that could have just been changing the 360 to the 410 engine for tonight at Heusitz. that's going on as we record uh, and i'll give you guys an update if stuff is happening there but i i think the car was fine i think ryan was just trying to figure out the racetrack it's tricky it's not an easy track and it's his first night there uh our buddy scotty johnson made his 410 debut and he had some mechanical issues uh later in the night but same thing you know it's his first time running that you can't expect anyone to light the world on fire the first time they run a race like that some people tell me formula one drivers are the best guys in the world danny Cavat ran a nascar race today i think he was like second or third to last he finished 36th second to last third third to last 38 cars today right 38 cars yep second to last so I'm not expecting anyone to light the world on fire in their debut at the same time when they have a good debut, it's usually a good sign of things to come. Uh, and I think Ryan learned a lot specifically in the B main. So look out for him. We'll talk to him, uh, before 360 nationals, maybe on the podcast, we'll see what his schedule's like. Uh, Jamie balls coming up this week, Damon. Um, we might get chase Randall on as well. But we'll have oh. the next the next episode will just be previewing the 
360 Nationals um, and the other couple of races going on, the USA Nationals, the Ironman, all that. It's, dude, like some of these weekends are just like, here's three big races of the year packed in the one weekend. Happens quite a bit, especially in the late summer. I mean, we yeah, saw three we saw three races packed at one track this weekend. So across two different governing bodies. Yeah, you're definitely right. Um late models, real quick. Brandon Shepard takes home the Prairie Dirt Classic win. Held off contender after contender after contender after flat tire mechanical issues. I just couldn't get by Sheppy. Uh, it, it was a dominant drive. Led all 100 laps. PDC this year paid $500 a lap. So Shepard took home the 50000 grand prize for winning the race and another 50000 Yeah, another 50000 uh, for leading all 100 laps. So I thought that was pretty damn impressive. I mean, there's there's a guy that is really talented. Um, we talked about Davenport having his his streak, and we've seen Shepard go on massive runs too. That um, he's got a lot of different things going on this year because he's been helping out Boom Briggs a lot uh, with that that whole organization. Plus, they've been running their own car uh, a little bit more than than he has in the past so a little bit different time for uh for shep but boy he he is uh don't let him get hot i guess is the best way of putting it yeah you're definitely right there um let's do the pavement stuff tyler reddick winning indianapolis uh i'm sorry i didn't mean to call it by the brickyard name it's the ims road course Mm-hmm. Since it's not the brickyard, I just want to make sure we right. we can't give that race any extra lore since we took away a crown jewel to make it. But anyways, Reddick won. Is Tyler Reddick better than Chase Elliott at road courses? No. Okay. I no, agree, but is, I feel like if I presented if I presented that take, then you would get pissed at me for being a home. No, 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 absolutely not. I would have agreed one hundred percent with it. This is your tinfoil hat coming up with these questions. Um, no, just because Tyler Reddick has won two road course races in one year does not make him better than what Chase has done. Well, I wouldn't even Chase say he's better than AJ. I, and I agree with that. I think AJ might be better than both of them. But I agree. Okay. All right. I like our rankings here. I've, we've completely took the original format of the question and flipped it backwards. It's perfect. Yep, that's the plan. That's how you do these things. That's how you make these things interesting for the folks listening. You got to keep them on the edge. They yeah, thought the conversation was going to go a little bit more on the Tyler Reddick versus Chase Elliott side. And then all of a sudden we're talking about the greatest road racer on the planet. And that's AJ Allmendinger. <laughs> Oh man, his uh, his cool suit failed in the last part of the race, and he was, I guess, just heat exhaustion. Yeah, they took him to the care center afterwards. Heat exhaustion. Uh, they so I was listening to the radio on the way home, and uh, he um, he had mentioned 
while running 30 and mentioned he wasn't feeling very well because of that cool suit going out on him. And that was with 30 ish laps to go. So, you know, it had been out well before that. Yeah, absolutely. So Reddick beat Chase Elliott again to win today, but Chase's spin uh, was part of what brought out a caution uh, going into that uh, kind of tricky turn one. On the ensuing restart, Ross Chastain. Um, he decided to not follow the rules. Like yeah, he, he, went in, he goes in the corner uh, trying to make it four wide into turn one at the IMS road course, which you're an idiot for even thinking that that would had any possibility of working uh doesn't now, break, i will say doesn't break hardly yes. figures so, figures out he's gonna miss the turn goes straight through the access road and then gasses it around the access road and tries to rejoin the pack in the lead it worked he rejoined the pack in the lead he took over the lead that's for sure um <laughs> I I will say for the sake of equal reporting, Ross did say that it was either blow past and take the ac access road or pile up a bunch of race cars. So knowing Ross's past, uh, I am surprised that he didn't decide to pile up a bunch of race cars, but he uh, he finally made the smart decision and decided to gas it through the access road. And, um, hey, the move almost paid off. Unfortunately, it didn't, and it ended up in a 27th place finish for Ross. You know, I, uh, I don't know if I take that genuinely from him or if I think that's some whataboutism. And I don't know if I'm necessarily using that in the right context here, but – people expect him to go into other cars. He did it in the Xfinity race yesterday. And Tyler, Tyler Reddick said in his post-race uh, press conference already, he said, oh, no, Ross is there. <laughs> it's quoted. I found it on Twitter. It's unbelievable. I love it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's kind of like a uh, what do you guys want me to do, take out more cars? Well, they would have they would have expected it. I mean, this is this is nothing new with this guy. So, uh, that's something that you expect on a regular basis, to be quite honest, is is Ross wrecking half the field. So um, I guess you have to give him kudos for blasting through the access road, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Kudos for Ross Chastain. Give it up for him. Good job, Ross. 28. Way to go. Way to not screw up the entire field. Hey, that's another straight top 30 for Ross Chastain. Okay. Mm -hmm pretty easy to do when how many when top 30s have season? you had this season damon more than ross <laughs> are you sure about that 100 percent. i finish top 30 every time i get on the interstate <laughs> all right um i was looking at the playoff bubble uh for nascar cup series obviously 14 winners uh 22 races thus far um blaney and truex are both nearly i think trucks is 98 or 95 points ahead of the cutoff and blaney's higher he's like 120 so there's uh like you're gonna have to win a race i don't think there's gonna be another wild card spot one on points unless uh there's a 15th winner and it goes into a um blaney versus truex type of battle if that makes sense 
Yeah, I mean, they obviously they're running out of uh, running out of races. What we got four races left now. Now, granted, two of those are wild card races, so anything can happen at that point, and uh, who knows what what will be the case. Tom yeah. Watkins going a uh, wild card. Yeah, it's a road course. Okay, I didn't know. I just want to make sure that was the other one. I I would just say at this point, any any race that's uh, super speedway or road course is a wild card because you can't really get a good read on them. They either get really strung out like the road courses have throughout this year, like Sonoma, or you go and and see what we saw at Atlanta and Daytona the first time and Talladega already. So. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, that's, I think, do you have anything else for NASCAR? Well, I was going to try to find that clip from Tyler Reddick, but I can't find it. I was going to throw that in there. Let me know. If it, was pretty, it. it was pretty comical. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, hit as pop. that goes, I would say as that goes, no, nothing else from NASCAR. Um yeah, that's that's all I got from NASCAR this weekend. Other than um, the best road course racer in North America, AJ Allmendinger, picked up the win in the Xfinity Series. So there's that. Well, the other thing from Saturday at that racetrack was Alexander Rossi won his first IndyCar Series race in three years. Yes, he did. That, Over that three years, because I think it was June of 2019 that he won at Road America. So. I mean, huge, man. That guy needed that. Yeah, if there was a guy that needed to win this weekend out of anybody racing across any series anywhere, um, it was the guy that, that won at Indianapolis. That Rossi needed – I think Rossi needed that win more than Andretti needed that win to be quite honest with you, because it's big for both. Like it's a big deal for Andretti to get another win. Um, and, and, you know, they, they needed it as an organization considering what happened with Herta blowing a motor. Is that what he did early on? Yeah. He's he just had motor issues again. Right. Yeah. So, so for Andretti as an organization to have them win that race is big, but I think it's even bigger for Rossi for the simple fact of that guy's confidence level is garbage right now. And so he needed that. Yeah. He didn't even seem like he was celebrating in victory lane. Um, it was, it was relief. Yeah. That's what he told the cameras too. Like there's so many things that have gone wrong for him. And even with four laps to go, he was, there was some tire smoke coming and you're just kind of sitting there like there's no effing way that Alexander Rossi's going to have another race blown. Andretti pushed a button. It was another conspiracy theory. I like it. Let's let's get him going, man. Started the smoke machine to make it everybody nervous. If Alexander Rossi does better than Colton Herta, then what what is the F1 bid going to look like? The F1 people might back out. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They might take Rossi instead. They already they already uh, kind of pushed Rossi out. Hey, they might take him back. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to throw out my tinfoil hat on back on and say that Rossi has 
such cold feet about what happened last time and he doesn't want to go back to back over there ever again but he kind of is isn't he what do you mean isn't he joining the affiliated team yeah but i don't think he's gonna be test driving a f1 car like they were rumoring for you i don't think he would no, I don't, because Zach Brown's just poaching IndyCar talent and uh, kind of just putting them in his back pocket. Hey, until he starts poaching Scott Dixon, I w- that, then I wouldn't be worried. If that's your worry break, like, I, yeah. we're a long ways away from that one. I think there's like two like Mr. IndyCars, and it's Joseph Newgarden and Scott Dixon. And I'll throw I don't think out. we're as far away as you think, because he already tried once. Well, I know. I, I've heard about that, and we'll see, I guess. Uh, I'm not getting a good vibe from the guy. He's, it's very like just every day I get a little bit more uh, further away from the bar to like that guy. I don't know. He seems like a pretty likable dude. On a, does on a, a, lot of, on a scale does of a Matt, lot of genuine things on a scale of Matt Campbell to Tom Ricketts, he's like a little bit closer to Tom Ricketts than the middle, but so you're saying like Gene Chizik basically. Yeah. He's getting closer to that side of things every day. Now that there's a long line to get all the way to Tom Ricketts level. Gene Chizik isn't even close. Are you sure about that? He's probably the halfway mark between the two. He's the midpoint. The guy was firmly entrenched, Connor. I don't think you know how how detrimental Tom Ricketts has been to me. He's made me cry 26 times, Damon. No, I know. Trust me. I deal with this on a regular basis. We figured that one out earlier this week. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, 27 on Tuesday. I already have it planned. My afternoon's taken up, so no one call. Don't text, don't call. No. Once once things go down, you know, it's better to just to rip the Band-Aid off instead of peel it, Connor. I, I peeled them a lot, and it seemed to work usually, so. No, it's slow, painful deaths never work. Let me peel the Wilson Contreras uh, contract off for the next 15 years and it's fine. Well, if you would fund it, then they wouldn't have this problem. That is bullshit. He just wants to make money. He would be the Chicago Cubs catcher sponsored by Connor Ferguson, Wilson Contreras. Oh man. If they just kept saying my name in that ballpark, I think people would hate me. They'd hate me as much as they hate Ricketts. Yeah, but you just sponsored. What if I made it sponsored by like a, How easy is it to make an LLC? Because can I just like do that with Ricketts' name? I'm sure you could. You could probably just go online and figure it out. Everything's easy online. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll put on, I'll put on my hat uh, one more time and, and do that after uh, I get this episode posted. That'll work. All right. Wait. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Send us feedback. Send us uh, anything you send me about the Hodden Shield stuff. I'll read it on the next uh, next podcast episode. And if you have any questions regarding that, we didn't get any questions. We answered the questions we got, and we didn't get any. Somebody, somebody did tweet a question. 
that didn't get answered. What was it? It is. It, it, I'm going to keep their name under under wraps because it's a dumb question. Um, but it's why do they always rig it for the people I don't like, but never for the people I like? Well, first of all, you need to change who you like because if you don't like Donnie Shots, then uh, then you got a lot of problems. I mean, you got a lot of problems if you don't like Donnie Shots. So this, this was just a thing for you to say that people who don't like Donnie Shots are dumb. Yeah, it worked out pretty perfectly. I'm all right. All right, that's fair. Adria, Adria, you're not that dumb. It's okay. She's posse. Well, She's I'm been posse. Well, there's the first problem. <laughs> there's the first problem. That's all I needed to know. All right, now you can end it. I said my piece. Donnie shots once tonight. That's all that matters. No, you're good. I missed that question anyway, so at least we – I went and double-checked, and that, that's all we got. We answered the other ones, I believe. If I didn't answer yeah, it, did. I don't know. All right, well, thank you no, guys for listening. Uh, we have a monumental uh, episode coming up uh, on the next edition of the Always Race Day podcast presented by the Carl Otto Group. Thanks again. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your Tuesday. If you're not listening to this till Wednesday, we have another episode coming up very soon. So I would put this one down uh, right now and go tune into that one. All right. Thanks, guys.